0: Hey everyone, this is EFP, episode 9, 2018, first episode of the year. I'm Eric Frankhouse, I'll be doing this podcast with you today, and we're going to be going over something that happens every year. It's a new year. Do you need a new game? Break down the topics we'll be going over today, is it time? The signs that you need to start something new. How do you talk to your party about it? And of course, ideas and how to actually accomplish this. A new year and a new game can be scary, it can be difficult, but you also might not have to do it. So let's get into that first topic, everybody. Is it time for you to do something new? So is it time? The beginning of a new year is scary. I mean, let's be real. A new year, a new campaign. I mean the holidays are over. Travelers leave your home, family and friends are gone, you go back to routine. And of course, the third of the New Year, you start new routines. But you haven't gamed in the last 30 days. Now, that is the tale for my group right now. We have not played since November. While I played some stuff online, I haven't played with my traditional Sunday group that I've been playing with. My friends, the people I've been playing with for years, the staple of gaming for myself. And we get back together and it's, you want something better. Not just for your normal everyday life, but for your hobby, the thing that is what you enjoy the most. So is it time to start a new campaign? Are there new rules and new things maybe you should put into the table for your players and for your friends? For example, I mean, the idea of technology at the table is normal right now because PDFs are the normal way for most of us to play. But how many times does that come to people playing games on their phone? Or sitting on social media instead of paying attention? in between turns and their turns, these things become distractions. And as the GM, it can be very frustrating to see your players not paying attention and not seeming involved in the way that they should. So you got to ask yourself, is it time for a new start in 2018? Is time for a new start for your group to get together, build new characters, or decide what they're going to play? So there's a few things you can do to figure it out. Change is fine. It's healthy. I mean, even a one-shot in between could help get you back in the mood as you're coming back for this long hiatus. But how do you know if it's really time? Well, the signs. And we're going to talk about that. What are signs that you need a new game? So there are a lot of signs that you need something new. Uh, maybe people are showing up late, and this has been going on for the last couple of months during the current game that you're playing. Maybe there's a lot of no-shows. People just aren't showing the interest they used to have. Or the interest in the table not only is waning, but there's side conversations during their turn and other players' turns. Maybe, in which this is the worst, maybe you don't give a shit about prepping for the game anymore. These are all signs that maybe... Maybe you need to do something new. Maybe you need to shake it up. If you don't want to prep, this is a problem. This means that you aren't into what you're doing, and you need to figure out why. You need to sit and reflect. I know this sounds cliche and kind of stupid, but a do's and don't list is a great way to determine if you want to keep playing your game. In your do's column, if you have the, I love my party, I'm not changing them, I like the system we're playing. That's been really fun. But in the not you have, the campaign's boring, it's too high-level, I'm not liking it, or not enjoying it, or reverse, I'm tired of playing these 1-10s through tens or low-level things. Maybe you need to shake that up. Maybe these are signs for you that you need to do something new. But signs alone aren't always enough. Sometimes it's your players actually saying stuff at the table, and you're not paying attention. So you've had these 30 days off, you're going into the new year, you should sit down and think about, am I happy with my game? Your answer may be, dude, I love this. The 30 days off, I fell in love with what I'm doing again. I, I, I want to play it again. I want to jump back in. And with my home group, the problem is deeper than just the game we're playing. We went through a stint of really short-term, one-month, two-month games, which is short for my group, even though we meet once a week. Some of us seem really interested, while well, others don't. You have to remember, though, there can be outside influences. And outside influences can affect anyone, from you to your players at every seat at your table. Maybe there's someone at your group that just needs a break, and you want to step away for a few months and come back. Don't be offended. I mean, unless they directly tell you, you're the fucking problem. People have problems, and it affects who they are. I've had players step away from the table that are dear friends of mine to come back later, and I always tell them they have an open seat. When I start a new setting or a new campaign, or we have a good breaking point, I usually offer up hey, do you guys want to join again? But reflect on your game. Reflect on what you've been playing and make sure it's what you want to continue through the new year. So why not start a hobby with something awesome or continue what you're already doing if that's what you really love? But you're not the only one making this decision. It's a group decision. And how do you do a group decision? Well, you got to talk to them. So let's talk about talking to your party, your group, your friends. Family, players, kids, whoever is joining you in this hobby of ours that we craft and make amazing things. So get ready to go through this. And this is going to be a longer part of this segment, how to talk to your players. I'm going through this right now, and I'm sure some of them are listening. It is a difficult thing for me. So let's dive in. So talking to your players, your friends that play with you, how do you do this? There are a lot of really good pieces and advices out there to look at. I'm not going to say I'm of the best, and I'm probably going to echo some of the people who are out there because they're right. But I will say before I start, other people I would look into for this is listen to some of the gaming and BS stuff about making a new party. Brett and Sean do an amazing job, usually in an hour-long podcast, on how to handle this. Matt Coville, um, hope you're feeling better, by the way. Shoulder, heel up so we can get some more stuff. I can't wait, but he has some great things about starting new games, how to handle it, what to do with your party, and if you have more than one major group, how to handle changing things up. Matt Mercer and Setting Phoenix did amazing pieces on the GM tips and rules, and just search YouTube. You will find good pointers, but I want to go into how the, I'm handling this process. So we took 30 days off, and that wasn't like a chosen thing. We did our last game in November with holidays, people being sick, travel. December always becomes that things stall out. Things become, hey, man, we're missing two people out of our five-person group. Let's just not play this week. Or maybe let's play a pickup game. We, Ian ran a Kingdom Death Monster for us, which was great, but we didn't play our traditional or our current tabletop RPG and I started thinking, this last year, we've only had one good session playing Godless, or I should say short-term campaign uh, playing Godless, and it was a lot of fun. But the ones that surrounded that, the bookended it, they weren't fun, and we didn't enjoy them. And I say we because I feel like I could see each person not enjoying it. Ian's newer to our group, but I've known him for a while, is an awesome addition, um, and he doesn't... Seem to be enjoying what we're playing currently, or maybe in spurts. But what none of us enjoyed playing Starfinder before. I have other people in my group right now that just aren't quite paying attention, or aren't really into their characters. And there are ways to handle that. You can you can have them make new characters. You can say, hey, if this is what you want to play. You want to make a new guy. Let's do it. I can find a way to include you. But sometimes it's not just the character. Like I said in the previous part, maybe they're having personal issues. And that's the deep stuff that's hard. So I'm with a group of friends that we are close, but talking about personal things between all of us isn't common, and especially not in the open or in public, and I don't think that's normal for everybody. Well, social media watches people air their dirty laundry every day, and I'm I'm not here to talk about that, that's not the same as people you meet face-to-face. That says a lot between social media and face-to-face, but there are positives to the social media tool. My group has moved from Slack to Discord, like I think a lot of people have out there, free, easier to do, so on and so forth. And I posed a seriously written question. I took a couple days to write and said, hey, here's the things I'm noticing. And I prep and get ready to run games, but if everyone's not in, I don't know if I want to keep running this. So I've asked them for their point of views, and I gave them the option to say it privately to me, or maybe the other person they're kind of having the problem with, or they want to apologize and they don't want it publicly Instead of airing it out in front of everybody, they can do it privately. And if there's things about the game at the table as a group, they can post it up in Discord and we can talk about it. This is supposed to be positive. This is our hobby. We're supposed to enjoy it, love what we do, and share it together and have a damn good time. But you can't do that. if Everyone's hiding behind some problems. I myself had some that I put out, and and other people in the group have as well, from people not paying attention to those playing too much tech at the table or playing games when they're not paying attention and forming bad habits that we all form. And I put this out to make everyone aware, to let them sit and think about it for a few days and think maybe, you know, maybe there are some things we can change. Because it's not like I dislike these people. They're my friends. I just want to have a better experience. I want to have the experience we had three years ago. I want to have the experience where we all enjoy it. These are the things I'm trying to do to fix my group in the current state that they're in. Now, in the past, when we start new campaigns, I would do things like put a survey out through Google and have people fill them out. Or polls, or just ask, or give three options. But in this case, I don't think what we're playing is inherently the problem. I think there's just some disheartening things that have happened. And 2017's been rough, and we're starting a new year. Do we play something new? So talking to your players is important. Being transparent is important. Uh, And the latest Gaming and BS, he talked about how we are more advanced gamers now compared to what we were when we were younger. And I think that's very true. I think we expect more out of a game. We want our hobby to be more. So next, gonna be some ideas on how you can actually accomplish the things we just spoke about. All that said... I want to give you some ideas on how you can do this. After you've talked to your people and given it time, and let's say you're a weekly group, ideas are going to need to flow out. You've you've identified the problems. You know what you want to do to fix them. Everyone's going to do their best effort to kind of, you know, put some of the crap aside and start fresh. New year, new rules. Here's some things you can do. When I said to reflect, you thought about the things you used to like, I'm assuming. The games you ran, whatever the best damn times you and your friends had. Sitting at the table, rolling dice, cracking a beer, and enjoying gaming maybe go back to that. If they have some favorite characters, yank them out of the box, bring them back into light, and play those games. If they really enjoyed certain things, maybe you can play that for a session or two until everyone kind of gets their mojo back. With TV being in the golden age, movies, all that, if there's something you guys talk about at the beginning of a session, let's be honest, every group talks at the beginning of their session, maybe a little more than they should, but if you really enjoyed the new Star Trek, you would like the new Orville, if you want to run something like Stranger Things... Maybe talk to the group. Hey, guys, would you like to do six episodes, always put a time on it, of this style of game and see if we really enjoy it? And then after that six sessions, we'll vote. If one person doesn't want to, we'll decide what we're going to play. Or we'll just vote, do you guys want to play another three episodes? I think this is a good way to get everybody kind of back together, get the band back together again. Have another person run for a while. You're the GM. You feel burned out. Maybe you need a break from 2017. Maybe you need a break from running games. Maybe playing is what you need. If there's someone else at your table that's willing to pick up the mantle and wear it for a little while, let them do it. Maybe a new person running will kind of get everybody inspired to pay attention. The new gaming style. The new style of how someone runs. Maybe this is what you need to revitalize your group. And to get you all back on that page. That same table we all used to sit around and have fun. Now, here's a crazy idea. That's a little weird. We all support Kickstarters, buy new things, new PDFs, new books. We all have a system that's been sitting on the shelf that we have not played. Maybe that's the answer. Maybe a new system is what you need. Maybe the idea of everyone learning the rules together is something that will help harmonize your group again. I know for us once in a while, a new system is great. Uh, Just make sure you put down those things like don't get hung up on the rules. Talk about it between sessions. All those things that don't slow gameplay down as you learn a new system. And honestly, systems nowadays are a lot easier. It's not like we're learning fucking Shadowrun. Oh, man, thou hero-led, Lad, is a nightmare. So these are some ideas on what you can do to play to get your party back together and kind of enjoying what they do. I personally love gaming. I've been running a Monero West Marches online, and it's been a lot of fun. And honestly, it was the catalyst that started this idea of I'm not happy with my Sunday group. I don't mean the people. I just mean how it's been going. I love the people. They're close friends. So how do I make my everyday group feel like these pickup games I've been playing that have been fun and refreshing? Hopefully I can fix this, and I'll keep you guys up to date as we go. Uh, These are all very close friends of mine, and I've talked to them individually, most of them, and others I haven't heard from because they're on vacation. I hope they had a good time. So that's what I think. Have you guys ever went through this? What do you do at the start of the new year? Do you guys have any things that you do with your party, uh, with your friends? Is it a let's play the latest and greatest? How do you guys handle this situation? So don't forget the Anchor app is free. You can download it, iPhone, Android. Hit that little call-in button on the bottom and tell me what you think. I'll put you on the air and we'll get a discussion going. I do have a couple parting things for you guys, though. So why didn't I do a favorite of 2017? At least not here. I called in the newest, latest, best, gave them mine for video games and board games and card games and yada. But if you've not seen this, it premiered at, I think it was PAX Next. Um, and it is a new RPG that uses an iPhone or Android app in combination with tarot cards that have images on them. And you doll out these cards to build your character, which gets built into the app. And you also pull three cards to build the story aspect of it and to determine difficulties and change things as you play. So this game is called Weave. It is done by Monocle Society. Storytelling refined. Gorgeous cards. Really clean. uh, Very modernized, simple design. I know when people think tarot, they think like creepy stuff or the really old line drawings with paint over top. These are modern versions of those cards. Gorgeously done. So if you haven't seen this, I recommend checking it out. They do have a group on Discord right now that you can join as well. If you download the app, it'll give you a link to it. The group there is very friendly. They're willing to talk about it. I will say if you're going to play this, you do need to own a deck to play online. To play in person, you can have one deck. The GM shares it. You just need to download the app. And I recommend if you want to play this online, it's a great game. You buy the deck and... As cards are pulled out, you let people know so they take them out of their deck and they don't pull them on accident. You don't want duplicates. Uh, it's not quite as fun. There's a bunch of different story sets built in. I think you could do your own as well, but more will come out, and I have a feeling we're going to get our own Build Your Own playset kit as well, where you can take each card and decide what that does for your playset. set. I think there's four or five available now. Fantastic game. If you haven't seen it, try it. It is outstanding. So with that said, thank you again for listening. First episode of the year, episode nine. Don't forget I have my Patreon, EFP, Eric Frankhouse Presents. The last episode of the first, well, I shouldn't say that, episode three of the first three Plotted Adventures should be out here by the end of this month. It was going to come out December, but I got a little under the weather. And then I have a couple conventions coming up as well if you're going to be around. I'm going to be running Bloodlines and Black Magic. At midwinter, that's in Milwaukee. I can tell you we got something special coming for that. Jay, Sonia and I have been working on a emergent character design just to tell Sean he's wrong and if you listen to Sean, just wait. We'll send you a copy. Uh, we have a little tricks and some cool stuff that we're bringing along with that, and then in the first week of February, I will be at Sheboygan noncon, also a Wisconsin convention. Super awesome. Throne by 8th Street Alehouse this year. Jay Sonia runs it. I help him get everything together, run games there. Fantastic. Small convention. Very tight, close, and absolutely outstanding. And then other than that, I will be at GaryCon in March. So I got a big convention circuit come up, one a month. Glad two of them are pretty local. That's it for me. I hope your new year treats you amazing. I know a lot of people had a hard 2017, but there's no reason to let 2018 get you down. Have a great day, everybody. Go play some games. And if you are interested in Monero West Marches, contact me through one of my social media outlets, and I'll get you the information you need to join us. We have a strong group, about 10 people playing right now. I am looking for another GM to pick up so that we can have more people uh, available to play, and I can play myself. I hope you guys have a great time. Get a beer. Go roll some dice.